Hey, local listeners. Hey, this is your host, Rob Kohansky. On this episode today, I've been waiting for this one for a while uh, with Sherry St. Marie, and we talk about how to protect your unique brilliance. Uh, we discuss a number of things uh, about giving, about ownership of your own brand, uh, what real impact you can have by sharing your voice and who you are and how to do it. So you're not going to want to miss out on this. Stay tuned uh, for the rest of the episode. Hi, this is Rob Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast, connecting local businesses to your community. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure you do not miss an episode. I'd like to just take a moment to recognize our sponsor. Does your business software make less or more work for you? Think possibilities. Think exact. Enjoy the show. Recording from there, huh? <laughs> yes, we are. Good morning, Sherry. How are you doing today? I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. I am so excited to have you on the show today. I know uh, we met probably, what, about a month ago? I think a little, little bit more, more than, than that. a month ago. And yep. and I remember our first conversation, and it was just so awesome to be able to speak to you. Um, it was a morning that um, things weren't always going as well as we always seemed to be. Yeah. And it was like you lifted me up in that conversation we had for, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes. I really uh, was able to like lift me up for that day. So I, I want to thank you for that. That makes me so happy. You have no idea. Like that is my special joy in the world of doing that kind of stuff quickly or whatever, or cheering for the underdog. I love all that. So that makes me really happy. And I'm glad I could do that. For and you. it's really cool to have <clears throat> surround yourself with people like that. Because yes. every once in a while, you need to make that call to someone. Absolutely. And when you have that someone to call to, you know, you know, everybody goes through that. So absolutely, um, I wanted to start off with that. But today we're going to talk about, I think, what was it we're going to talk about? Tell me again, our unique We are going to talk about your unique brilliance. Yes, that's it. And more of what we talked about was this whole backside of taking care of your brilliance so that you can have better impact. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So before we get into the the good stuff, let the, the people that don't know you um, give a little bit of background on who you are. Yeah, well, I'm a very interesting person by this time of life. <laughs> so professionally, I am a professional speaker. I'm a master's level adult educator who custom creates all kinds of things to disrupt human behavior for the good of humanity. And I'm also a real estate broker um, of 17 years. I love it. Personally, I have... Three kids attending UW-Madison. I have done amazing things from worldwide talk shows to um, local pieces. Now I challenge myself with um, any kind of massive disruptive thing I can do. That's and my it, entertainment. Oh, wait, when, you, when you mean disruptive, like <laughs> what, I go a little bit deeper into that. I mean, yeah, so, the, 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 what are you disrupting? Are you, yeah. are you like, um, are you disrupting lives, how we think? Yes, you know, what is all that? of that, all, all of, of that. that, and your attitude and all that stuff. So my most common great part, obviously, is an inspirationalist, you know? Um, that's just the core of kind of who I am. But I also have gotten into this category sort of by accident and on purpose of, gosh, we just do so many things habitually as humans that we really need to disrupt and quit doing. So an example is what we're talking about today. We're so hard on ourselves, and really, that's so opposite of what we want to do to deliver our talents. So let me disrupt you today. I love it. And, you know, and we talked yesterday a little bit in, in prep to this, and it was really inspiring when you said, you know, the, the brilliance, because, you know, I was going through some things, too, is, is that the more we're out there, the more that I get in my head of what am I doing? 
Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like, and, and sometimes it seems like if you're not out there, you don't know. And do I put myself out there yes. and then I'm putting myself out there too much or nope. what am I saying? And then it's like, you know, and then it's like, you know, the other <laughs> night I was up to like two in the morning going, what the hell am I doing? And I got into my own head. I know. It's the monkey mind in the amygdala. Amy can be a real... So it's your amygdala, and I've learned a ton about this, which is awesome. So everything you're talking about, yes, you still get out there. Yes, you tell that voice. Like one of the greatest things you can just do is period say stop because we have that loop, and it neural pathway gets into our brain, and we get in this habit. So there's an example of disrupting human behavior. We understand that's habitual. We're doing it to ourselves. I do it. Most people are shocked. I do it. I've had to work really hard at it, and I still have moments like that. But that mind is really the survival part to try to protect us. So what it's saying in its monkey mind is, oh, my God, Rob, don't do that. You're going to end up crashing and burning in front of everybody. That's a bunch of BS. And so we have to say, stop. I realize all that's doing is trying to prevent my brilliance. My job is to go, uh, we're going to turn this thing around right now. And I don't need the protection. My job is to deliver my gifts. Because I'm the only one who can do that literally. Like one of my greatest quotes of all times is, you are a once in all of history event. So if Amy or the monkey mind can prevent you from showing up and delivering and giving impact, that's your greatest detriment, not your help. So how do people get past that? They work at it. They work at it. They you work know, at it. You know, when you put yourself out there, I remember, you know, when I first started uh, podcasting and recording myself, uh, I was just like, I'm listening to my own voice going, you know, who the hell is this guy? And, you know, now it's just like, I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. That, but see, that's just it. So it is practice. So here's the deal. Like, here's why we have trouble as a speaker or as any talent you're doing out in the world. Because we get in our own head about ourselves. And really, it needs to be the exact opposite. So I'm a formal trained teacher, right? I never stood in front of the class going, oh, my God, do the kids like my outfit? What are they going to think about how I said that? <laughs> you don't as a teacher. Because I understand my job. I'm a conduit. That's what I'm doing. And I'm an expert. That's what I'm doing. And so it's that same piece of we all need, if we're giving talent in the world, to flip it around to it is about the audience. It's about the receiver. It's about who's getting the message is the first thing. So when we have it backwards, yes, it's ego questioning of ourselves. And that doesn't serve us. And so it needs to flip around. And I even do it to myself. Like anytime I'm worried about, oh, you're not doing enough or you're not – you know, are you giving enough impact? It is, wait a second, how are the people receiving it and getting it? The attention's on the audience, the student, not you. Right. Is helpful to go take it off of me and get it where it's supposed to go for impact. And lots of times we're driving blind. I think that's really important to understand. So the first step is, of course, just keep doing it. When you want to learn how to ride a bike, you just ride and ride and ride and ride and ride. That's your job right now. Get on and ride. Like that's all you get on and ride and don't critique all the time. You don't need critiques externally or yourself lots of times. You just need to ride till you get comfortable, you know? Yeah. And it just and then it just becomes natural. Yeah. Or like I told you when we talked yesterday, like I when I first started getting more of my um, street smart and voice of influence videos, I would I they come intuitively to me about life. So that's where all mine come from. I don't plan them out. I don't have a calendar. They just happen. And I'd get some really big ones that I knew people were going to get ticked about, you know, and I would like, oh, I got to do this. And I would launch it and then I would duck. So that's my neural pathway training, right? Of like, oh my God, you just said that big thing. Like, girl, what are you doing? Right? I know. I've done it. 
And I had to train myself out of it. First of all, I recognized I was doing it. It's like you just hit a baseball or softball, and then you're ducking, waiting to see the ball going to come back to you. That's a really bad behavior. And so guess what? You need to stand up there and just crack the heck out of the thing and just take off. That's that's your job. And so I that was the best thing I learned of I could care less about likes. I honestly could care less about likes. I care about impact, real impact. That was the best training I could get out of getting myself out of that habit. I'm going to launch it because that's what I want to say in the world. That's what I want to do in the world. That is my give. And I'm not going to allow all the people pollution and junk to come back and influence me about how I should or shouldn't or should I be more quiet or should I. My job is to sit in this seat right here, CEO if you like the term, or owner of my brand. Like owner of my brand, the only thing that can breathe and operate this thing and deliver my gifts to them if that's where my passion is. How does, you know, where does one go to, you know, you know, express themselves or tell their story. I know there's, there's so much out there and, you know, I've, I'm guilty of this in the past of not being myself. Yeah. Um, and I've done it and, and it doesn't feel good. And I've actually in the past, it was like, you know, this is, this is not me. Yep. And, and I hate it. Yep. And what I've learned to do is just be my unfiltered self and who I am. Yep. And that has really helped me out. I know, um, I go back to, uh, when I was first dating my wife, my, my, my wife now, yep. and she, she called me out <laughs> and she goes, why are you acting this way with this set of people? And why are you acting this way? And she goes, she goes, you're two faced. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, and no one's ever called me out before. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, <laughs> but the only reason I'm laughing is I do appreciate as long as it wasn't hurtful, no, but a it, strong person who can say, Hey, wait a minute. Especially when they're in a personal relationship, yeah. you know? And she called me out and I was like, I had to take a look at myself and I'm like, she was right. And I was like, I had to retrain myself. Okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So it's giving away our personal power is what that is. We all do it. So it's not gender specific. We all do it. And I have really had to learn that on my path because I certainly used to do that as a younger person. Mm -hmm. I have learned now and it's hard sometimes. So I'm not sunshine to tell you the stuff's easy. Like I got to tell you the real job of lots of it's tough. Yeah, it is. But- I recently was just in a situation like that where it's like I get I love variety. So I get in all these different relationships and type of people in business. What I, what I do at my core is my responsibility is to be true to myself. So I don't want to be that chameleon. My ethical responsibility and what I care a lot about is my job is to be myself regardless of who I'm with, because what we're doing is giving away our personal power. The other part is we're making ourselves less than the other person when we do that, right? Because we're feeling like, gosh, I have to be this way for you to like me. I'm the opposite. So some people have like a core thing. I have a super variety. So I am like really strong and loud. I'm also super soft and quiet. So one of the videos I did that a lot of people called attention to because it was really vulnerable for me is when I was sitting on the floor as a realtor in front of my fireplace talking about the purpose of a home is a soft place to fall. And people are like, oh my God, I love that one of you because it was so soft and not your usual self that we see publicly. And I'm like, I am very varietyed and half of my getting comfortable was not to be the same person. It was to show the full range of who I am. I can be super serious. I'm really an expert. I'm also a total smart aleck. I can laugh like crazy. And my brand opening was to show all those pieces. 
So we aren't always, but our core individual is the same. My ethics are the same. My value is the same. I truly don't believe you're a better person than me because you have whatever in your bank account. I just don't. You know, and a lot of that is just getting really solid at the core. My pleasure, my joy for people that are receiving me, which is also you, is when I'm my real self. Right. And then the people that aren't for you will fall away. I'm great at boundaries. So I'm super open, love people, and I have firm boundaries, right? And, and that's so cool, too, because, you know, you if people unsubscribe to you and what you're saying, that's fine. It's good. That's, it's that's good. good. And it's people, really good. And a lot of people take that like, oh, shit, they, 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 they don't like me or they don't want to. You know what? That's good. You know, uh, it's super good, uh, super good. And, it, and I think people had to have to get over that. They 100 percent do. Because here's the deal. I'm a teacher. Right. So I can tell you from the side. It is super awesome if people unsubscribe to you because they aren't your people. Exactly. We are not to be chasing people. That's another form of manipulation, is it not? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to just try to technique people into being my followers and whatnot. They aren't real and they aren't there for that. The other thing is you don't understand. Maybe you serve their purpose and they've moved on. That doesn't mean it was bad. Right. It could have been, gosh, I got what I needed from you, Rob. And I'm like moving on to my next step of things. That's brilliant. You did mm -hmm. a great job. Exactly. You know? And so that's the thing of we need to be unattached. That's the real practice. People are so de attached to, do you like me? How am I doing? How am I? And your real job is to be unattached so that you can be in your core and go, I'm good whether you're with me or not with me. I realize I'm doing my best for what I want to put out in the world and what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't feel good when I am so attached that I'm not okay if I don't get that external validation. And that takes a lot of growth and practice. You know, some days we do better than others. I still struggle with parts of it, you know. Um, we tend to take things personally, and that's been some of my biggest growth. I take, yeah. I used, oh my God, my whole life I've taken really personally. Now I'm mature enough and have worked really hard at it to go, oh, I see what's going on. That's a brilliant skill. It is. I, I love that. Um, we're going to do a quick plug in right here. Um, as you guys know that are listening, I love podcasting. I love sitting across from individuals and learning their stories. It's part of my personal university. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. I'm loving it so much that I am um, hosting a training event, uh, a podcast. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, uh, five things, you know, to get started April 9th at 5 PM, look in the show notes for a link for, uh, to register. So I want to plug that in there so that anybody that's interested, um, April 9th, the five things, you know, to start your own podcast. So taking off of what you were talking about just earlier, is that something that's, I think people, when you unsubscribe to, as in you put yourself out there, is to give without expectation of return. 100%. That is the gold right there. And I think that's key. And I think we forget about that because we're always out there. We're, we think we're giving and we're always talking about, you know, giving to people. And this hit me a couple of weeks ago is that I got turned down a lot in one week. And I was like, and then I, I had to look in the mirror and go, it really wasn't that bad of a week, but I let that, those specific things that I thought I gave and I didn't get no return off of it. Yep. And I had to go back and was like, you know what? That's all right. Yep. That's, that's totally fine. So a couple things on that, which I think are helpful maybe, is you know what? You're honing your craft, are you not? 
Yes, I am. So an attitude change about it is I'm honing my craft and I'm making offerings that people may or may not want from me. And that's okay. If, if I'm not the right match, that's a good, okay thing. And so how I'm going to walk away from that to go, what can I do better? What did I learn? Are they a credible source to tell me? Am I needing to make change? Because sometimes they're not credible. What they're talking about is totally wrong and you should not listen. And that's a great, great thing. You know, Um, another piece of it is I'm interested. I learned a long time ago not to make my talent pay the bills. And that because a lot of people who are very creative and that is their piece, um, that's where they then have a lot of pain when I can't make it be a job. And I can, because I want to, we, we were taught, right, go after your passion and your passion will take care of your lifestyle. Sure. Yep. That's not necessarily true. And so a lot of being unattached for me, I just give my talent purely, whether it does or doesn't uh, pay the bill. I go, I just still want to be able to do this. And no means next. Exactly. No means next. Yeah. And I have also learned an energy saving, which I think is important. I'm not going to talk you into how freaking brilliant I am. I'm not going to talk you into I'm too dang fabulous for you to get me for free. I don't need to work at that. If you don't get that, psh, energy's done. I'm moving. Who wants to rock and roll with me? Exactly. Like that, I love it. That is hugely helpful because what we're doing is trying to get somebody who doesn't get it. And so what you do is you back up, and I always do this of what did you learn? So you can do a one-page after that experience or that week and go, what did I learn? You want to kind of check your mind on, is that right, or am I telling myself a bad story? But what did I learn? And maybe it is, gosh, I needed to be able to speak better about the value of this piece or more passionately or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Maybe it was, they are too close-minded for me to spend the energy. Okay, that type of business is not on my radar then right. or whatever. And then you pivot and you turn because we are not going to make ourselves feel bad about our talent. That's the whole goal. If it makes you feel bad about your talent, it's not the right connection or the right piece or the right relationship. It isn't because your job is to protect your talent and to do things that successfully. What are your success habits about supporting your brilliance? You know? So where does you know I know there's a lot of different platforms that you can express yourself on. I mean, what is how does one pick that out? I mean, there's so many different mediums out there. You can do video on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, where do you start? And you know, and they all have served different purposes. Yes. So it's like I, I get that. I was like you know, and and right now it's like for me, it's LinkedIn. Yep, me too. And it's really, and the one thing that I'm learning is that it doesn't always have to be about business. No, not at all. So it has changed so much in the last and 18 months. I think that's something that's held me back in oh. the past is like, well, this is just a business site and you just got to connect with a business. No, so, no, 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 right? no. <laughs> and it's why I'm on there. So I'll go back to the question, but I'll first say about LinkedIn. I was so uninterested in that boring platform before 18 months ago. Like I had nothing to say. I didn't need a job. I don't, God, it's boring. Like I don't, I just can't do boring really. I just cannot. And so it has beautifully opened up to a real (laughs) networking event on the front side. So not the spamming junk to the DM, right? but on the front side. And so the other thing I love beautifully about it is it's opened up, not just to Monday to Friday, show me your business deal, it is opened up to, because society's involving, to a full life. 
So it first started with, oh, Saturday you can do something casual. Sunday you can do something casual. Now it is anytime during the week you can be your full self, and people love the variety. Give me something business. Give me something funny. Give me something of you being real. So you watch. I go from a business dress, this is what I'm talking about, here we go, to a yellow T-shirt showing you my super people socks, you know. And that people like that piece, and it has really opened up. A little different if you're representing a company. That's the yes, only thing you need right, to watch out right, for. Right. I'm an entrepreneur because I need to be able to do my thing, yeah. you know? So it's changed a lot. But back to your question about what platform, you have to kind of decide what style is your thing. So I actually started on YouTube 10 years ago under personal branding. Then I went on to Facebook because one of my old marketing students talked me onto that because I thought I was too old for it. <laughs> I spent a lot of years just jamming and doing videos on Facebook and journaling out um, a really amazing life story. And then when LinkedIn switched up and my three children went on to college and whatever, I've switched into the platform of LinkedIn. So a lot of it is learning the platform and what best fits your style and what do you want to be doing. And I like that because it's it, a part of what I do here is that, you know, connecting local businesses to their community is getting to know that person behind the business and yes. creating that affinity. It is affinity and it's also trust. Like the biggest thing I would like people to have a heads up about is the whole idea of I'm deciding publicly if I trust you and your brand. That's what's the coolest part of getting away of the snake oil sales stuff we used to do in the past. Yeah. And all the aggressive people don't want that. They don't. Like today's buyer is so over it. And so what you're doing on social media or wherever, podcasts or wherever you're being shown, you are showing your full humanness. And I'm getting to decide, do I trust you? Do I think you know what you're talking about? Do I want to follow you or not? Do I, do I feel connected and want to engage? Like for me, engagement and impact are my two things. Um, and so people are getting to decide that when they see our full persona and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's the coolest part that people forget about in impact. It's the trust and the expertise part. What are the top three things that people need to know about protecting their unique brilliance? I think the number one first thing is nobody gets to decide but you. I think that's huge. We give away the option for external things to tell us if we're doing okay or we need to change or whatever. You need to have a very hardcore understanding of my brand belongs to me and the expression of it is completely my sole discretion. That's like huge. And it might take people a bit to get comfortable in that, but really th that is the sole piece of it because otherwise you're being a yes man, a yes woman, you're, you're flitting to what other people say they want you to do. And that's disservice and disrespectful to your talent and to your brand. So I think that's huge. Um, I think the other piece is you do not need permission. You do not need permission from anybody, no matter what your life circumstances or your roles are, whatever, you don't. And so when I don't need permission, it makes me let go of any of the, oh, gosh, I have to follow the rules. And are you OK with this? And did you are you mad at me because I said or did that? You don't need permission from anybody. You're a sovereign being in the world. That's it. And so no permission needed, you know. And the third one I would say is totally focusing on your job is going to have great impact if you allow yourself to focus on that and not yourself. You know, 
how am I giving impact? What is the feedback? What are people saying? Like, I've been on it long enough, 10 years. I have somebody, less times you don't see the feedback. That's really important on the piece of like focus on impact, not yourself. I know factually, and a lot of times you don't get it. I get really good engagement, but also I get people who have said, I've watched you for four years and my son didn't commit suicide because of something you said. Wow, that's powerful. I've had that, I can't tell you, seven, eight times already, all right? That matters to me more than whatever people think I'm doing out there. Or I had somebody last night who said, oh my God, I've watched you for 10 years. And I love this when you do that. She hadn't said a word to me the whole time. Like she's a friend, but hadn't said it publicly. So the impact piece is... Focus on impact, not yourself, but of the impact, you will always be flying blind and not know for sure what you're doing. Just know you are creating impact by fully, freely getting out there and doing your thing. You know, and that is so true because it's just because you put it out there and you're not, people aren't engaging with you. People are seeing it. Oh my gosh. I'm in the grocery store. Moms and people will come up to me and go, oh my gosh, we saw you did this or you did that. Or, and I'm like, I had no idea. Nobody, you know, 20 people responded to that. So what? And yet this person was like, my, my person changed their jobs because of what you said or, um, whatever it happens to be. Um, and that's the part. So, so that's why you have to be detached to factual engagement. You'll get engagement. It's fun. I love it. It makes me so happy in a day. But I also just have to remind myself and my low points because I get them too. You know, even yesterday I was like, oh, crap, what am I even (laughs) doing? Like, am I done? And that happens. I say that because people see me differently. Right. Um, But I have days when I'm like, oh, my God, am I giving it up? You know, that's why it's a joke of I got 10 years of jam till I'm done off social media. You know, I'm 52. Um, But but I also know it's the people that don't tell you that you've changed your world and you just don't know it. So that's why you can't quit and you have to still be out there. And we need all the flavor and variety. How boring to have a beige box of crayons. I can't exactly. stand yeah, that. Beige box of crayons. Yuck. <laughs> Who wants that, right? So it's like, that's why I'm a massive encourager about you have to be unattached and just stay with what is the impact you want to do and keep doing it because that is our brilliance right now in the world. We've never been in this place where we can share all this. Isn't it so true? Oh, it's so fun. I am like, I've been like, waiting for this for 20 like, years as a teacher. It's we're, awesome. we're about the same age. Yeah. And, I, and we go back, I was having a conversation with someone a little bit younger than me yesterday. Yeah. And I was telling them, I was like, yeah, when I grew up, I was like, I had to, uh, there was this thing on the wall that we had to dial to see if my friends were around. If yeah. they didn't pick up, yep. then I had to go out in the neighborhood to see if they were around. And I was like, and I say, like, people are living or growing up with these iPhones and these, these, all this information in the palm of their hands yep. from the time they're born. Yep. It's like the greatest free life university. I'm so thrilled. I've waited for this my whole life, right? Um, I, you know, even 10 years ago, paid 40 grand to get a website done and create curriculum that was sold in the unit, blah, blah, blah. You don't need to do any of that anymore. Like no. we can be just brilliant and connect. And it, like, for me, it is this life university I dreamed about when I was in high school. It's so oh, yeah. exciting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I've been waiting for this too. But guess what? There's a great comment right there. If we don't put in curriculum, there's nothing there for people. If we don't, here's my real deal. I say it on LinkedIn everywhere. I love, I love the playground. I love the playground with everybody. That's what's cool about this is what we're doing. It's the playground of Life University. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that I can learn from a three-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 20-year-old, an 80-year-old, or whatever. That's what's gorgeous because we're all helping each other on the playground. Yeah. And you got to be, have your, you've, on top of that, you got to have an open mind to take Absolutely. in that information and, and not judge. Absolutely. So I have always had the attitude, everybody is my teacher as well as I'm a teacher. So I have learned more from my children 
than I probably did teaching them, you know? And I've always had that attitude. It's amazing. That's so cool. You know, and it is okay to shut down the ones that are not okay for you. Yeah. You know, that is okay. Yeah, I, I love it. You just, you know, learning from your kids. I was like, I take that back and, you know, my daughter, uh, you know, raising her and all that stuff like that is like, um, she played soccer. Yep. At that time, I hated soccer because yep. I didn't understand it. Yep. But watching her play, and I learned the game. And I was like, now I watch it. I watched the World Cup or, you know, whatever it is. She played music, classical music for the Milwaukee Symphony. And I was like, wow. as she was growing up, and awesome. I'm just like, I love this. So I was introduced to new things that I would never, ever gone to yep. because of her. Yep. So it's also all that. But my children are also amazing at they will tell me something like in life category where I wow. go, Oh my gosh, like my oldest is so big about mom, go, you know, I'm at a stage where I can do anything I want to now. It's pretty exciting. And she's like, mom, go do something totally different than what you've done before. It's so much easier than trying to fit back into what I'm used to and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, um, each of my three children are amazing for different subject matter uh, thinking. You know, my son is the one that gets my head up a lot about business um, because he's a bigger thinker. You know, my youngest is sociology. So she's like, oh my gosh, like I have a fire under my behind about all of our social changes and all this great stuff. Um, so we learn so much from them. And I am not of the old school of I'm the disciplinary and I tell you what to do. Like that man, I would have had a, such a not rich experience had I done that. I love you know? it. I love it. So how do people connect with you, Sherry? The easiest, just super simple is LinkedIn. Um, I also have a real estate website because that's the functional other side that I do of um, business. So storylaneproperties.com. Those two places are the easiest to uh, connect, send me a DM, you know, engage with my content. I love it. I love it. So we're going to get into the last segment, which I always have a lot of fun in here. Okay. And it's, it's the rapid fire questions. Yes, I saw I it or I heard this. <laughs> I was prepared because I do my homework. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, I just knew you were going to ask me questions. I assume they aren't the same. So we'll uh, see we'll, what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. I always try to, I try to mix it up as much as I can uh, <laughs> week by week. All right. I'll all go right. in my fun self. Go, rapid fire. fire fireball. Fire. But before that, you get to ask me one question. Oh. So I always let the guests ask me one question, anything that you possibly could ask, uh, and I'll do my best to answer. Okay. I'm going to ask you a hard one because I know private information that we talked about, all right? So you are at the place where you are brilliantly delivering your talent exactly the way you want to. What does that look like for you? Wow. I mean, it's, it's you know, if you'd have asked me five years ago what I'd be doing, and this would have never came on the list. I have no background in podcasting, broadcasting, interviewing, or nothing. But after sitting down with you know, 100 plus people and figuring this out, I enjoy it. This is like, this is Wednesday for me. And I usually do two episodes on every Wednesday and they go out the following week. And this, I look forward to every Wednesday. Awesome. And sitting down and learning about new people and being able to share that with the world is so cool. And it's a, it's taken me a while, if you go back to my first episode, to where I'm at now. It's, yeah. it's a total transformation. Awesome. And, and I, I love it. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking to to grow this. And in my, my ultimate vision is to copy myself and put myself in 100 different markets around the country and providing the training, the, the, the marketing, uh, the brand, so I can plug people in all the way around and do this all over the country. That is awesome. And there's a lot of clarity. And guess what? You just got a snapshot yeah. with your own voice. 
to just go back and do that because you yeah. just clarified your vision and I mission. Do. Right? I, I love sharing that. Awesome. If, if I don't share it, then you know no one's going to know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So All right. let's see what you have. Oh, one other question before yeah. we get into what has you fired up about the future? Oh my gosh, I am so incredibly excited about the way society and business is evolving. So I am absolutely thrilled how much we are starting to understand humanity, taking better care of people, um, sharing their talents. I've always been a massive cheerleader for the underdog. The underdog finally gets their time now. I'm like so excited about that. Um, I think that the future of work and the way that we're living is going to get so much better for everybody. And so that's why I'm out here teaching and sharing and um, doing all the pieces that I can to help support that. All right. So I'm going to jump into some questions in here. What's your favorite season of the year? Oh, it's summer for sure. Summer for sure. Yep. I'm right there with you. Uh, what's your favorite junk food? Ooh, in the winter, it is cheese Doritos because apparently Doritos. I like to crunch them if I have some stress. <laughs> and in the summer, it's definitely ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. Yep. Uh, your first celebrity crush? Oh, goodness. I knew you were going to ask something like this. Um, it actually would be been Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Well, you're yeah. going back. <laughs> well, hey, I'm 52. <laughs> uh, if you could travel to any place in the world, where would you go? Australia. Australia, why? It just looks absolutely gorgeous to me. I, I, it's just, all, I don't know reality, but you know, it just looks absolutely gorgeous and something that I really connect to nature. Um, yeah. and so it just looks gorgeous to me. I'm just, I just don't like the plane ride. I don't either. That, I got hit was, by a semi man to sit that long. I don't, I, I mean, yeah. I've been, I had an opportunity to speak and I couldn't go because I couldn't do the plane ride, but I'm going to get there someday. All right. Let's see what we have here. Uh, da, 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 da. what does a person need to be happy? That is so individual. That is a completely private question, is my response to that, which might surprise you. No, that's all right. So it is a massively personal question. And I think if we understood that, we wouldn't have pe so many people feeling unhappy because they think it's supposed to be a certain thing or they're supposed to feel it all the time. And really, happiness is fluctuating, you know, um, but it's a very individual question. I love it. I yeah. love it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close on that because that's kind of where we started. Awesome. And with a uh, personal, I, I appreciate you so much, Sherry. Um, I, I believe this is going to be a great relationship that we have and we started to, to, to move on forward. And I appreciate you coming on the show and really sharing your experience. And I'm hoping that the listeners, if you are listening, um, to share this with one other person. So anybody that can benefit from this discussion, this conversation, please share with that. Thank you so much, Sherry. It's awesome. I appreciate the contribution, opportunity, and uh, always fabulous to get to know you better too. All right. Thank you.